0: All right, so welcome to this week's episode of Call, Call Your, Your Daughter. Daughter. As always, I'm Tanya. <laughs> I'm Michelle.
1: And this week, we're going to be talking
0: about kink. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to be getting really kinky. Uh, we just think that, like, this week, it's really important to kind of talk about queer sex, what that looks like. Um, the difference between that um, and heterosex. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the
1: question of what is sex. Yeah between How like two women it? and um,
0: like what what is considered sex yeah and that's that's very deeply personal as well and we're going to get mm-hmm. into a bunch of topics related to it a few sprinkled stories as usual and we actually kind of we found some stats that we want to find out if you guys agree with or disagree with yeah so I think for starters today we're going to kind of talk about what is queer sex at least specifically between women because you can only speak from our point of view right now mm-hmm. um, what is that to you what does that mean well, I was going to say, let's actually start with hetero. Okay, all right, <laughs> okay. yeah, let's, let's make it easy. <laughs> let's make it <laughs> so you consider it, like, penetrative? Like, is that sex to you? Yeah, I was going to say,
1: like, what, like, the difference, like, what is sex? Um, heterosexual sex says, do you need penetration for that? And I think the simple answer that most people would go with would be yes.
0: Yeah. When I was in that swimming pool, that was definitely what I considered sex was through penetration. Yeah, and I remember, like, yeah. some of my
1: friends and I, when i was also dating guys we would talk about it and they'd be like oh well we only had oral that doesn't add to my number because we didn't actually have sex Mm. so Mm -hmm. they wouldn't consider anything intimacy wise that way
0: yeah and it's like between two
1: girls though if you had oral you would consider that sex wouldn't you
0: yeah i kind of quantify orgasms as sex okay Mm -hmm. but then here's a question michelle oh shit
1: if somebody doesn't give you an orgasm oh, did you not. not have
0: sex or was uh, it just shitty sex uh, yeah i think the latter <laughs> <laughs> but then that's still sex it's yeah to me it is yeah okay it's so just then not an orgasm just, can't be that. well at least somebody right yeah okay so but if you don't have
1: that let's say you don't have chemistry with someone and you mm-hmm. can't get each other off
0: oh but almost. yet you went down on each other and you fingered them did you not have sex <laughs> you gotta put me on the spot yeah that, yeah that's yeah but in my ideal world of things the oh way in that my I, ideal world of things i've yeah. had like 10 orgasms <laughs> no but like in my in my ideal world of things like with sex i consider like orgasms as part of that experience to count it mm-hmm. but i would never negate an experience if that wasn't the case exactly because there can be many factors that kind of will dictate that part too
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah mm-hmm. exactly Oh man. <laughs> you just got it's an really interesting deep. topic, right? Yeah. But like in terms of like for myself, um like what do you consider sex? Like for in a heteronormative experience or in my queer experience? Both. Okay. So in my heteronormative experience when I was with men, which wasn't you know super long ago um but long enough ago to you know have a reference point here um it was definitely penetrative sex but mm-hmm. i, I it to it sex mm-hmm. yeah and, and oral sex would be considered oh oral well oral sex was kind of like my way to make sure that i got a really good orgasm too right so. so it was a combination of the two mm-hmm. um but even when i think about like queer sex and kinkiness and different things that go with it um i feel like we kind of diversify in what we do anyways
1: but let's say you hooked up with a guy and you did not have penetrative sex and you just had oral would you have considered that no
0: no no right so there has to be standard different standard i guess with men versus like for women for myself yeah that's what i'm trying to get down to i know you totally like like kind of scooped it out of me there (laughs) okay (laughs) all right all right um but in terms of like intimacy i find intimacy between two women to be so different in terms of length of time expectations you know not just how it feels yeah Yeah. because like i find that if it's like a quickie i find that i've shortchanged my partner in that Mm -hmm. sexual experience do you know what i mean yeah because like to rush something or to do something quickly when but we also might
1: feel like that Because we're not really into guys. We're like, oh, the intimacy is so much better with a woman.
0: Yeah. But like say it's just even a date or a random casual Mm -hmm, experience. mm -hmm. I feel like if it's like a quick fuck, it's not quite. The same. Yeah. It doesn't satisfy me the same way if I'm the giver in that situation. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like for me, I just feel like I'm not being utilized the way that I can be utilized in that situation. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Mm -hmm. But in terms of queer sex itself, like we talked about in our previous episode. But you would still consider that sex. Right. Ugh. You would still consider. Yeah, I guess a maybe like buck. with women it's a little different. Yeah, <laughs> and then with men it's like no, unless your dick is in me, that's not that's sex. Not sex. <laughs> I guess so, and that's okay because I feel like I guess there are two different boxes. Yeah, yeah, in terms of quantification, <laughs> but I feel like in terms of back to intimacy though, um, I feel for me anyways, um, it's a lengthy experience. It's not just a kind of one and done and quick. I feel like it kind of shortchanges a partner if you're not, you know, everything else leading up to it mm-hmm. in terms of intimate touch, in terms of massage, in terms of fingers, in terms of mouths and tongues. and Yeah, and like yeah. penetration and like everything that goes with that. And then I also feel like if you don't get your second orgasm from me <laughs> as like a partner, like I've shortchanged you and like go on Google reviews or Yelp and like let me know because like <sighs> that's a huge like disconnect. Of course,
1: and some people um, – like I had a partner that she couldn't really come twice, and she said she was mm-hmm. all about like the one big orgasm rather than having a few small. And but why not have like a big one and another small? And she she couldn't. And then I
0: was like, oh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. make it my personal mission. Yeah, your prerogative
1: to uh, be the game changer for that. I'm like, so, I want to give you two.
0: Wait, to interrupt for a second. Did you did you did you change the game or? No, I actually oh. <laughs> ended
1: it with her after that. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That was the the last time I was with her. I said it, and then um. We saw each other once after that, and mm-hmm. got into a fight, and okay. never hooked up again. So right, fair enough. Yeah, I, I know, never like, got the chance.
0: I don't know. Like for me, like I find that with women in their orgasmic state, it's like you can have your first orgasm, which mm-hmm, you can kind mm-hmm. of climb that hill and go there, and and then you, you have know, a little break and then keep well, going. Well, you might not even need quite a break. It's just kind of like once you release, it's like you if you push through a little bit of that mm-hmm. discomfort and you ride it slightly, that's when you get your second orgasm, and you get that full Depends release. on the girl, and it depends where you
1: are, I think, in your cycle. and
0: I don't know. That's kind of my experience it with a lot depends. of the women that mm-hmm. I have been with, though, in terms of them trusting me through that journey of that like second. Like, I would need a, probably at least, like, a minute break myself. Well, yes, give or take, <laughs> but then you can be indirect, too, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to go for the same exact technique you did for at least the first usually. one. Yeah, 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 you try to go for mm-hmm, a bit mm-hmm. of a different technique, so it's not yeah, like... Yeah, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not necessarily like oh set the timer (laughs) get a break (laughs) it's more like hey do you need some water (laughs) but it's yeah so in terms of that intimate experience I feel like it's shortchanged if I'm not fully expressing myself through my partner that way Mm. maybe it's a judgment I put on myself I think uh you just want to have high standards for yourself, and that yeah. is
1: something that everyone can inspire. To be more like <laughs> it's like, Please. but I do too, because yeah. like you want to be like the lover that stands out in your partner's mind.
0: Yeah, but like to be like a proper giver, mm-hmm. and like I would rather be like, hey, I gotta go see my osteopath tomorrow. I gotta go get my neck fixed, or I gotta go get my shoulder <laughs> fixed. Like I would rather have those kind of experiences than being like, oh, look at the time. We should get to bed now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because lesbian sex, like think about it, like it's so like what's... eleven.
1: What's um the average time time frame for you oh, when you're
0: with a lover? it depends. Like if it's an actually like a good connection mm-hmm. and it's mutual. Yeah, I'm not recipro- talking about like a one time. Okay, this okay. You know, but it's actually mutually night, reciprocated. Buck. Like probably about three hours at least. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think that's about
1: standard. Yeah,
0: and that's the tough thing is that like say it's like one o'clock in the morning. It's like hmm. <laughs> there goes three a- four a.m. <laughs> and then like within those
1: parameters. Yeah, I heard a joke. It was like. Uh, it was just like a meme but it was like mm-hmm. what's like lesbian sex and um oh it's only one o'clock we can go mm-hmm. and then it's like you look at the time oh shit mm-hmm. it's, it's 6 the yeah. alarm has to, we have to be up i think it's on the same meme actually yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though right and i think that i think as a woman like we know our bodies and because when we're physically intimate with another woman based on how well we know ourselves that's where the basis of connection comes from
1: probably but every woman is different at the same token like I found like a lot of girls I was with like you just you kind of naturally like the same things and then well yeah and then um Ooh. yeah and then it just flows really well mm-hmm. but I have other like I've had other experiences where we like totally opposite things so it takes a little while to actually get to know that person's body mm-hmm. and actually have it built so even if you have chemistry just mm-hmm.
0: um the preferences are different. I've had that, that, way. that once yeah mm-hmm. I don't yeah like for me it's like it's almost like the body talks to me and mm-hmm. because like I'm intuitive like I kind of just like read a person's energy too um, and go with that as well. Yeah of but course. in terms but of I mean like sometimes it just takes a it takes a little time to get into the, yeah. the sink of it. Yeah um, yeah I think it, like I think the most important thing for like a queer woman like first step is please go masturbate like seriously though so you know what you like yeah I mean like, if you
1: can't get yourself off honestly how it's can you hard expectation yeah. Guess, um, yeah and like my and just belief just being comfortable with your own yeah.
0: body is so important oh big time but also like you know being aware of your anatomy being aware of what you like being aware <laughs> you're making me some faces across <laughs> the table right now <laughs> because I'm hoping that we're going to be discussing that
1: story oh god yeah the anatomy story of your friend
0: oh yeah yeah we can get to some of that oh um, we, can, we definitely we
1: can... shall I'll take the responsibility if she gets angry you
0: always do all right but in terms of <laughs> gonna take a right turn quickly here <laughs> but back to masturbation though like I think that like as women there's a lot of shame yeah. mm-hmm. like I don't feel like even amongst like friend groups people really talk openly about that It's true I've actually um
1: when I have talked about it with a few friends like I actually had like a friend of mine tell me that she doesn't masturbate and I'm like really ever and she was like no and I was like why not Mm -hmm. and I'm like you have sex with guys Mm -hmm. and like you're comfortable Mm -hmm. and she was like yeah but that's somebody else giving me Mm -hmm. and I'm like but why aren't you comfortable giving yourself and she was just like it's just not something I do like I just know like that I just don't feel comfortable but then at the same token I I asked her like do you have good sex and she was Mm -hmm. like yeah but then she admitted to me she's never had an orgasm oh no and I was just like Oh shit! Like, oh, no. should should we take you to seductions? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe a toy would help. Yeah, of course. How and do you? She was like, her? no, no. I'm. Mean, she was like, actually, that's how the whole story came about. I was like, she told me she like never had an orgasm, and I'm like, wait mm-hmm. a minute,
0: ever? Like, what about by yourself? Yeah. And then she was like, well, I don't masturbate, and mm-hmm. I was like, why not? Like, oh my god! Like, I I think it's an, 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 a huge part of our female sexuality, and like, mm-hmm. I've been since I was a I was pretty young as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like when you discover yourself, you're not exactly gonna undiscover mm-hmm. yourself. And I think it's like really important though, in terms of female sexuality, because if we know our bodies and we're comfortable with our bodies, we're comfortable guiding our partners, our casual partners, long-term partners, whatever it is. And then also, um, it's a connection that we have with ourselves with our pleasure, because a lot of times when people aren't empowered that way, what happens is we rely on another person for that pleasure. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, or you're all charged up and you're like, Oh my god, I gotta like get on my phone and call someone to like facilitate this right now instead of being like, Wait a second, I've got this. And so it it almost makes you a little bit clearer, I think, at least. What's your take on that? To have that empowerment?
1: Yeah, I know. I, I think everyone should definitely just like take back control yeah. of themselves and just feel really comfortable with their bodies and explore themselves yeah, and, and daily. And yeah, as often as you want. Yeah. And like there's no shame in it. No. And I mean, I think there could be different reasons that people have, you know, misgivings about it. Maybe Mm -hmm. it was like the way they were brought up. If, for example, maybe like, you know, maybe they went to um, a Catholic school (laughs) (laughs) or um, just whatever, like, culture of shame. Yeah, Yeah. you're so right. I I, I think that the first step would be to try to like find out the root of Mm -hmm. why they feel the Mm -hmm. shame or the Mm -hmm. embarrassment or. That they shouldn't and, and work from there
0: and most certainly. Yeah. And the thing is it's like it's not a linear path either because what will get you off one day will vary maybe mm-hmm. even an hour mm-hmm. from now or tomorrow mm-hmm. or whatever. Because
1: sometimes you're in the mood for A and sometimes you're in the mood for something. A little bit for different. Z. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. And then also, um, like as a queer woman, like porn is a big deal because I find that porn is directed and produced from a male perspective. Mm-hmm. Do you find that?
1: Definitely. Um even if you look at, like, porn, like, lesbian porn... Yeah, that's what I'm speaking of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's so different. So if you actually look at, like, actual lesbian porn that's made for women, mm-hmm. the girls look different. Yes. Um, What they're doing to each other looks different. Yeah, it's very but different. W- with, with um, like, lesbian porn that a lot of heterosexual mm-hmm. male, you mm-hmm, know, watches mm-hmm. will be the Barbie doll kind of woman getting each other off. And, like, it's just so...
0: Fake. I, I find the fake noises are a little mm-hmm. bit discouraging, too, because...
1: And especially with the long nails. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. Oh.
0: <laughs> this is fake.
1: They're actually hurting each other. No kidding. They're getting like, skin I'm, samples. I'm, like, I'm, definitely, I'm, 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 like, shuddering for these girls because I can see the long fingernails going oh. into someone. I didn't even think I'm, about like, that. Yeah. <laughs> they're in pain. It's not even, like... But the guys are just going, oh, yeah, like, they're totally... This is hot.
0: Yeah, and it's not, it's not... But it's not real. No, not at all. And then I find, like... For me, I remember my first, like, lesbian porn that I did consume, we can call it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in university, and it was called The Suicide Girls.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had an exit. Maybe that's where my alternative
0: Mm -hmm. love for women Mm -hmm. came from, quite frankly, um, because they're all tattooed up. They're alternative. They're, like, kind of real-looking women versus, you know, the playboy women. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was all – it was directed, produced from a female perspective. It was really big on consent. Mm -hmm. It was really big on, like, intimacy in different ways. Did you ever watch the Suicide Girls Guide to Living? No. Oh, I my God. I was never really that into them. That's like a good hour and a half yeah. of your life that's well invested. Mm. If you ever... I'll have to make a note of if that. If you're ever <laughs> curious about that, it's definitely one of those things. Yeah. I'm not
1: that into Alternative, but that sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah maybe a little different. There might be even mm. websites that are more directed towards queer women for porn and I was what never, have you.
1: Like, personally, I was never that into watching porn. Mm-hmm. Um I watched it a little bit, maybe as a teen, um, Um, when I was, like, figuring out my sexuality. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The one porn star I remember thinking was really hot was Jenna Jameson. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And I actually found, like, a lesbian porn that there was no guys in it. And it was just Jenna and another woman. And it was actually done very well. Okay. And I remember just watching it. And this was before I was ever with a girl. Mm -hmm. And it was back on, like. I think I downloaded it from where you're downloading music and whatever, one of those. One of the Napster websites or something. I don't remember which one it was. From the 90s. And I remember (laughs) just watching it. I watched it a few times. I was like, it was the only one that actually seemed real. Mm -hmm. And like, their nails were short. I don't know if I really noticed that back then, but um, they actually seemed like they were really into it. And mm-hmm. then I remember, like, I think Googling her at one point, and she actually does say she's bisexual and she does yeah. like being with women. So maybe like so a more authentic experience,
0: mm-hmm. too, right? Because that's the key is that authenticity behind the experience is what kind of sells it, I think, from a woman's perspective. I don't want to actually say she's bisexual. That's just what I'm remembering. So it's an assumption. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it resonated differently for sure. And the thing is, is like we talk about intimacy and we talk about the difference between like heterosexual intimacy and queer intimacy. And a funny story kind of to sprinkle in here is I was at a meditation group, God, I think um, last fall. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're sitting around, and, you know, I'm in this circle, and we're in this person's basement, and there's, like, 20 of us. And I'm sitting there, and they're sharing about their weeks and whatever, and there's this girl there, and she's like, oh, I watched this TED Talk from this sex worker, and she was talking about intimacy between, you know, a uh, heterocapital and what have you, and that the actual length of time is, like, five minutes. And I actually, I gasped really loud, oh. and I said, oh, my God! <laughs> I said, are you guys my serious? Goodness. That's
1: crazy. And I'm I said, like, you
0: can't even nothing
1: yeah no no you'd have to be so turned on yeah. I had it where I'd come in like two minutes yeah but it's rare and you have to be so right there already and yeah just like you know I mean yeah it's going down on you and they know your body and they just yeah. happen to give you an orgasm really quick but
0: that's not where it stops but right? that's not where it stops yeah that's the starting point that's totally. like just a bit of a release yeah and the thing is is like so this group of women that I'm with right mm. I'm I can say I'm, I was pretty sure I was the only queer-identified person in that space, mm. and so all the women in the group were kind of nodding their heads, going, "Yeah, you know, yeah, it's not that long." And, and you were like, they're horrified. going, And really? I was horrified. Why? And then they, I hear this right? Like, yeah, that's wrong. And they looked, no. and they looked at me, and they were like, "What do you mean?" And I said, "You," I said, "You poor women." I said, "Are you guys serious? You can like, be making this is out <laughs> for
1: ten minutes before you even start exploring." anywhere
0: yeah but you know? even even an intimate act like that yeah. should last more than five minutes like even making out with someone yeah Yeah, but mm-hmm. even like physical touch like yeah. more than just making out like good god like give yourself mm-hmm. a proper cramp like I what is going on i've never been
1: with any guy that bad yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a good thing
1: yeah yeah but they couldn't with me because like mm. I wouldn't even fuck them unless (laughs) they went down on me first and gave me an orgasm. I know. I'd 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 always always make, yeah. And I never actually got turned on even kissing them. Mm. So they would literally have to go down on me. (laughs) <laughs> for me to even get wet and then yeah. they would just have to keep doing what I like mm-hmm. it was just a physical response and eventually I'd have an orgasm and then mm-hmm. I'd get them to fuck me and I'd, and I'd want the, it over with as fast as possible so I was always oh happy god. if they came in two minutes and then I'd be like oh it's over <laughs> oh
0: my god yeah so the length of like, the time I was speaking of was the actual penetrative time that these yeah. women were experiencing so it sounds like oh, you've yeah. actually yeah, experienced five, a short yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: very, yeah I don't think I've ever had longer than that
0: oh my god I had the opposite issue like the most recent man that I was with like he would go and it was like 20-30 minutes and I'm like oh my god like i'm gonna be broken like and so he would he would come and i'd be like okay Let's go get some food or let's go, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, just give me a minute. I'm ready to go. And then it was like 40 <laughs> minutes and I was like, oh, my God. Oh. And so I think that's why I have such strong kegels. Mm-hmm. I think because you can kind of clamp down and yeah, and make yeah. that go a little quicker. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
1: what I definitely did with guys to try to get them as fast as possible. There was yeah. a very rare time where I was like, oh, I think I'm actually going to come. Mm-hmm. But then they came before me. Uh, and I was like,
0: oh. No. mm Yeah. Mm-mm. But in terms of yeah that group it was it was kind of funny in terms of how that It's actually kind of sad yeah that that was the consensus mm-hmm. of that group of women that were there yeah because I think that I like I want
1: to almost like
0: I know do yeah like I know I know <laughs> a survey on <laughs> yeah. all like
1: you know bisexual people we know and mm-hmm. straight mm-hmm. and listeners please we would love to update this the next podcast and yeah. say oh, what your uh, what does Nipsey look, look like time? yeah. yeah.
0: And how do you quantify it and mm-hmm. what do you need because i feel like because i'm i'm very turned on intellectually by people <laughs> we've debated this slightly mm-hmm. but it takes a little bit longer to like really get into that energetic space but for me though we can talk about tantric sex mm. we can talk about kundalini sex and that shit is mm-hmm. like next level <laughs> and that's why like for me, anyways, like I'm, in, I consider myself to be like a channeler, intuitive. So, like I'm very in touch with these energies. When I had my awakening in 2012, it was kundalini awakening, and that kind of just stays. Mm-hmm. And so, I feel like when I'm with a woman. And it's a quickie or, like, whatever. I'm like, you no, did not no. you did not tap into the Kundalini. <laughs> like, you have no idea. <laughs> you're missing you out. You just have to
1: show them the way.
0: Yeah. Be like, this has to be another date. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Like, and the women that I've been you're with. You're like, I need a second chance. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the women that I've been with where that connects that way, it's. So much better. But then you obviously yeah. had a bit more of a connection with them to begin
1: with. Or just, like, something was there with more chemistry. A
0: little and, bit. Yeah. It's, I find it's energy hygiene. So, I find, mm. like, if the person I'm with. Energy Yes. I've never heard that term before. I know it's a Michelle term. So, like, I know I'll totally define it and we'll trademark that shit. But basically, um, if I'm with someone who is conscious, is Mm -hmm. like slightly spiritual, awakened, self aware, um, very in tune with their own energy themselves. Um, they tend to be more open in a mm-hmm. sexual encounter energetically, mm-hmm. and then it turns out to be this combination of energy that kind of rises yeah, from like so that's the base. I mean.
1: you you're more compatible with them. There's some,
0: but connection. it doesn't take does take time though. It just no, takes no. no. I was just talking about like yeah. the,
1: the core like chemistry like yeah core. yeah
0: yeah yeah those hippie chicks yeah. But basically, what that's happens? That's who you resonate
1: with, yeah. best with. That's why for you, the hippie chicks
0: and mm. you know would have more of a mm-hmm. connection. I think totally. and the sex is better. Yeah, most certainly. Yeah, yeah. and the thing is, is like. When you connect on such an energetic level um mm-hmm. it's funny because like all my friends that i've spoken of kundalini to they'll be actually asking their fiancés boyfriends girlfriends <laughs> people will buy books they'll watch youtube videos they'll get themselves like hyped up to have this experience because they're like what do you mean the orgasms and how powerful they are and what comes with it because you can have a great release with a regular sexual encounter right Mm -hmm. you have great Mm -hmm. orgasm you can be like oh i'm dead like it's amazing and go again and whatever but like Mm -hmm. with kundalini like literally um think about like a muscle spasm okay and literally it's an orgasmic state that takes over from like right above your knees through your root chakra Mm -hmm. and travels all the way up your body where your entire body is convulsing yeah i know i've I've
1: i've experienced
0: kundalini yeah okay yeah yeah i love yeah yeah and it's yeah it's one of those things where you kind of need to put your, your head under the blankets to breathe or mm. you need to like it's,
1: it's happened very few times but yeah. yeah you have to be with the right partner well
0: Kundalini yeah. yeah yeah someone who possesses that energy and then the mixing of it for sure mm-hmm. because the energy it raises from the base of the spine up mm-hmm. um, with normal energy it's kind of from your crown down and so it becomes very energized you feel like you've slept for like a whole day even after it mm. because it's been it's just a very powerful experience so that's why sexuality and orgasms are very important to me in terms of how i connect with people because yeah. Knowing the other side of it. <laughs> it, it has the to be The trouble resonate. is
1: if you're having kundalini sex with someone mm. and I know like you've mentioned before, you it's really important for you to build like a connection and trust and like really get to know someone. Tr- this is why, Michelle. Mm. The girls hate you. <laughs> <laughs> we figured out your problem.
0: Wait, I gotta take my flannel off, hang on. <laughs> it's getting hot in here again. <laughs> but that's why you get angry
1: messages oh. from girls. Oh my god. Because think about it. They you're basically the sex. building trust. And a connection and you're getting to know them and they're like, oh, my God, this is usually what (sighs) I'd want a relationship myself. If I feel like a connection with someone Mm. and I really like them as a person and we built trust, I want more. Mm. And then so they probably are like, I want more. This is going to be a relationship. And then you tell them, no, 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 (laughs) I'm not really looking for a relationship right now blah, blah, blah. And they're Or taking like, things a bit slower, relationship yeah, wise. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, But then, like, why did you make me feel all these emotions if I can't actually oh. have you? Oh. I think we just figured out oh. the answer to your question. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you can thank me
0: later. Well, you've been around with the yeah, yeah. the angry. I think I we just figured it out. Yeah, and uh, and I don't see to. Yeah, uh-huh. I, yeah. This is true. This is a revelation. <laughs> <laughs> this is revelations. This is biblical. <laughs> But yeah, maybe like a sexual addiction to that energy becomes no from that goes, space. Y- you say
1: yourself all the time that it's not just sex, and it goes beyond that, and it's like this trust, and it's like an emo- uh, you know, like um, uh, an emotional connection as well a as an intelligent, yeah.
0: connection, like you know, like a <laughs>
1: sapiosexual, yeah, as well as yeah. Um, so when, when you're saying it's all consuming and it's all together and then you're basically telling the person, no, we had all this, but there's other girls and like, I, I don't want a relationship with you. Then they're like, well, then why'd you make me feel all these emotions? And like, why did I get the impression that it could be more? Mm. And that's why they get angry.
0: Damn. Because the way I look at it is like to build that sexual connection and then the relationship stuff can come after, but slower.
1: Yes. But you're not really, but there's other girls that you're building it with. mm so then they are probably getting upset mm-hmm. and hurt. Mm-hmm. 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 So like for me, for example, um, I'm great with having just a sexual connection with someone. I know. Good old group chat, right? But, yeah, <laughs> but I don't need that. The, emo- the emotional and the physical for me is 100% different. Just because yeah. I have physical does not mean the emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if I'm building trust with someone on an emotional level and mm-hmm. I like them as a person and, you know, like we... Like, intellectually, we really click. Mm-hmm. and Then our goals line up mm-hmm. and all of that. And then the physical is great, mm-hmm. especially if we're having Kundalini. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, that's when I want to lock it down. And then that's when, you know, I, I want more and monogamy. And, yeah. and if the person would turn around and be like, no, I built all that with you. But what do you talk, like, basically.
0: Yeah, because I build it for sex. I don't build it for a relationship. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. why did you get
1: me to build it? Because I could have just, if I would have known that, I would have just kept it at the physical. And I never would have mm-hmm. given you trust. I never would have built the emotional. And I never would hate you.
0: Oh my god, I feel like I need like exit interviews with all the girls that I've I've that's, dated. That's what it is.
1: I, oh I figured it out god. for you. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. You guys can't see Michelle's face, but it's like she's getting pale. Like oh my I feel really
0: bad. She looks she looks so sad actually. She's like, Oh my god. I'm kinda It's like of, dawning on you. Yeah, I'm kind of like it's I call it a, a moment of growth perhaps um with that it yeah you're you're so right because Mm -hmm. seeking a deep sexual experience because that's what what i crave energetically to get a deep sexual yeah it fucks them up emotionally it fucks them up emotionally you need the emotional to an extent whatever yeah you're
1: building all that just to have the sexual not just to have the sexual but so you could have the sexual and so you could give them the sexual Mm -hmm. but what you're missing is the relationship part that for probably for a lot of girls Mm -hmm. if they're building the emotional and like the like Mm -hmm. just everything and you're talking about goals and what Mm -hmm. you're looking for in the future they're misinterpreting that as goals for you guys oh we don't always talk about those things but no no.
0: but the emotional you're so right Mm -hmm. because i you're okay so i'm dyslexic Mm -hmm. so i feel like i might be like a dyslexic person when it comes to fucking in relationships seriously though if you think about it because i build that for the physical intimacy first and then I'm like, hey, let's go slow on the relationship part. Mm-hmm. And then that's where I get a lot of the pushback and the anger mm-hmm. that comes with it. It Just exactly as you say. Yeah. Because I do a switcheroo.
1: I'm, I'm great at separating the physical and the emotional. But if yeah. I was building the emotional that much, I'd be so upset later if they didn't want <sighs> yeah. more. Yeah. I would hate you too.
0: <laughs> I think we've established it's good that you don't hate me. Maybe you should, but you don't. So we're good. But we never had sex. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> no you definitely didn't i can't be topped by you <laughs> why
1: well, thank you michelle i know i wouldn't be bottomed by you
0: <laughs> well, we're good then we're
1: good. i think mean, moving on michelle still looks kind of pale like she wants to reflect. no
0: i'm so fucking blushing right now okay so let's let's shimmy shimmy to the left here a little bit um so yeah so like, in terms it. of yeah it's cool um so in terms of i think the questions that we get from straight men as well oh my um, gosh there are so many michelle and
1: i find it offensive quite frankly uh, me too i used to always get the same question over and over have you ever received the question so like tanya i just want to know like what can a girl do that a guy can't that was always the question that bothered me the most mm-hmm. because or-
0: the manhood do you feel like something's missing? Wait, can't it be pink? Can't it be sparkly? Can't it be like purple and green? Um,
1: When I was a little younger, I used to like (laughs) answering that question by being like, well, you know what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) A toy can stay harder longer. Oh,
0: snap. (laughs) But it's like, I think when I... i I had a guy friend that would ask pretty intrusive questions of me Mm -hmm. and you know we can bro out but also at the same time i would never ask them that of him Mm -hmm. and nor would i ever be curious about those things about his life because i feel like it's just none of my fucking business and i feel like the difference between him fucking his girlfriend and me fucking partners casually no 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 definitely not (laughs) no thank you we'll pass on that one a hard pass but when it comes down to it it's like queer sex actually includes orgasms that are mutual Mm-hmm. and not just one-sided.
1: But I don't think that's a fair... Like, every guy I've ever had sex with, by definition, had to give me an orgasm because he he literally wouldn't get to fuck me unless he gave me an orgasm by going down on me first.
0: But wait, though, because, like, last weekend when we were all in bed, though, we talked about the fact that, what was it, 30% of women only experience mm-hmm. penetrative... Mm-hmm. orgasm so I never if they're
1: an orgasm penetrative
0: yeah thing. so we have to think about the fact that a yeah. lot of women don't but even oral. receive oral sex yeah so. and that's so sad yeah so like if for we think those, about those stats maybe just right don't
1: allow the tip of advice i would have is mm. don't allow the guy to fuck you until he gave you an orgasm first yeah
0: mm-hmm. no i i would put my last partner to work for about 40 minutes before <laughs> i would let him in me <laughs> there's your reward <laughs> no oh my god okay so in terms of um kinks I think it's like really important to kind of come out of the kink closet a little bit Um, because again with um, masturbation, a lot of women don't talk about that. Um, I find even within our friend group and our peers and people um, that we don't really speak too openly about like kinks, Mm -hmm. but I'm always kind of like a, you Know a little firecracker when it comes to conversation, and You're I have like, no shame.
1: Away. Let's talk openly, yeah.
0: Let's get on with it, man. Like, because when I we were just, there were just brainstorming, so many different types of kinks. Oh my god, yes. And like the way like, we quantify it isn't everything, it's just from our basic knowledge of us kind of bouncing ideas off each other and being like, what can we, you know, discuss today. So I came up with like a short list. Um, you guys can kind of laugh a little bit well, or disagree.
1: What's on this list? Um, tying someone up, so like rope play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess bondage, that would go into bondage, mm-hmm. toys, mm-hmm. group sex, mm-hmm. exhibition.
0: Where is them? I mean,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, because we've got role see. playing,
0: we've got choking. Oh, choking. We've got rimming with anal. We've got um, sex clubs. And then I we have. I have
1: a story about a sex club, by the way. It's something oh. I've never told you. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. And then we have a diva cup. As well as part of a kink. But we're going to get to the sex club first. So I would love for you to share. Alright,
1: okay, so I'll, I'll share this story with you. So this was years ago. And I was <laughs> online dating. And this was before the swiping apps. This is before I started dating guys again. What what app? It was before the swiping apps. I, th- I think, I believe this was Plenty of Fish. But okay. it was back when, you know, you logged in. It was in on the PC. The, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. on your fucking keyboard type so was yeah. this And I was looking for a woman. And there was this girl I started talking to. And we decided to meet up for the first time on a date and she was like oh would you like to go for a drink and um i think we went to the drake hotel for a drink i'm, mm, I'm not classy. sure. and i was like sure and then she's like afterwards do you want to go to a club and she mentioned the name of the club to be fair but she just said a club and i was like sure why not yeah you're just open so i, I meet her for a drink and um <laughs> so we have like one drink two drinks three whatever and then she was like okay like why don't we go to the club and i was like sure let's go to the club and um so we go and she brings me to Wicked, which is actually a sex club in Toronto. But I had absolutely no knowledge that we were going oh to God. a sex club. None. She never said it.
0: Wait, pause for a second. So you're like a baby gay.
1: Yeah, and no, you're well like... I mean at this point I was like maybe around twenty two.
0: Okay, so you're still pretty young. Yeah, but I had absolutely You're being this like pretty girl from the internet.
1: And she and we click over. And drinks. click <laughs> and she seems so sweet and yeah. so nice and yeah. uh she she literally does not mention that we're going to a sex club. Yeah. And then on the way there, she goes, Hey, would you mind if one of my friends joins us <laughs> at the club? Like she's like, He's a really good friend of mine, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Sure. And mm-hmm. like she knew I was gay and mm-hmm. I'm like, Okay, I guess we're going out as friends at this point. Mm-hmm. So this guy comes and now we're we're at we're at Wicked. And so for any of you guys that don't know, downstairs actually just looks like a regular club. Oh. Um, people are just dressed the way they would to any other like heteronormative club in Toronto that can be
0: confusing but
1: people were really nice and like the girls were hot actually and like someone asked me for a hug and I remember telling the girl I was there with being like oh that's interesting like um I've never been asked for a hug before at the club. And I say this with complete innocence. She was like, oh, yeah, people here are just really nice. That's why I like coming here. I'm still completely clueless. I have no idea it's a sex club. Oh, my God. Zero. So we're having more drinks. Okay. Oh, my God. And then eventually she goes, "What do you want to go upstairs? There's another level. Oh, shit. (laughs) So upstairs. I'm like, okay, yeah. Thinking, you know, different music. Mm -hmm. It's it's a club. I I was not picturing Mm -hmm. what it was. Mm -hmm. So you go upstairs. And before you can get in... You have to take, a rule is you have to take off all of your clothes. Oh,
0: was that not a red
1: flag? <laughs> and she, she didn't tell me this. So I go upstairs and that's how I find out.
0: Wait, so you're like in a locker room and she's like, you have to change before you can go to this next <laughs> no, level so or? We, we
1: go upstairs. She doesn't even say that. So she goes, do you want to go upstairs? So I'm like, sure. So we go upstairs and, but there's like a, a bat, like you just go upstairs where you're lining in to mm-hmm. go to the club part. Mm-hmm. So we're lining in, but people are taking off their clothes. <laughs> and that's when I'm like, wait, like what's going on? And she goes, well... You know, and and now I'm talking to someone who works there. I'm like, uh, like, I don't want to take off my clothes. They're like, well, sorry. To, to go in the upstairs part, you have to take off all your clothes, but you can leave your panties on. Oh, my God. And I'm just, like, wearing a little thong. And they're like, but here's a towel. And so <laughs> at this point, I'm like, yeah, I clue in. I'm like, is this, like, a sex club? No kidding. And she was like, yeah. She's like, I told you the name of the club. Oh, my God. So
0: she assumed that you knew. She goes,
1: and and. Well, I mean, so a little bit of an assumption on her end. I think that you can just say the name Wicked and me assume that it's a sex club. I wouldn't. Like, I would not have. I thought I, I it was a musical. Like, yeah. I was going to start singing some show <laughs> tunes
0: for you across the table here. <laughs> it was
1: actually a very good musical. I say that. Right. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm just like, oh, so at this point I'm 22. Mm-hmm. I'm tipsy. And mm-hmm. I think to myself, you know what? Mm-hmm. You're already here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, why not go with this experience? Yeah. Like nothing has to happen.
0: Yeah.
1: Um that was kind of fucked up that she did this, mm-hmm. but you're already here. And then that's when she comes out with the information. Oh, she goes, that's why my f-. she was like to get into like into the sex club, her friend who was a male mm-hmm. had to say that he's with one of us cuz a single guy can't get in. Yeah, oh a single God. guy, the rules are. A single guy has to be paired with a girl to get in but a girl can be single and go in or two girls can go in but a guy has to be paired with a girl oh my gosh. like on they, they actually write it down wow so they actually write down your information when you go to make you have to say when you and then you have to give in your clothes and, oh my god to make sure you're safe when you when
0: you leave but wait though did you have to like tell them if you've been like tested recently no 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 no, they just give your name oh my god but that's so important because like if you're at a sex club and someone has like the clap or something or or... worse yeah or worse so okay so now i take off all my clothes whoa so wait so you've signed a form you've stripped you're given a towel you're Uh, saying the towel is so little
1: the towel is tiny oh my god it barely covers your ass and i'm like hovering so it's
0: basically to put underneath you while you're getting fucked yeah. Okay. All right. Let's just go. So clarify I'm like, that. but I'm yeah. holding it around
1: my body, like, you know, like <laughs> like feeling violated. To me. Yeah. yeah. And then upstairs, um, basically there's an open room where people were fucking, and then there's private rooms, and then mm. there's like a bunch of hot tubs. So the first thing she does, she takes off her towel, she's comfortable. She mm-hmm. told me that this is her spot to go to. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and her body's hot. And I was like, Oh, she's really sexy. And she climbs into the hot tub and she's like, Come join me. Mm. But to join her, obviously, I'd have to take off my towel oh, no kidding. and a little thong. Yeah, no kidding. And I was just like, I didn't feel comfortable, so mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, I think what she was going for was a threesome. Cause her mm-hmm. and the guy start making out. Yeah. And they're like, come join us, No, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I'm like, no. So then I, I just, like, leave. And I walk around for, like, a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I decide to leave the club. No kidding. And I just felt, like, you know, um, a little... Like, it was just overwhelmed. No kidding. How could so I leave, see? and then, like, they were actually really nice when I left. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah. You, they even signed your times. So they're like, oh, you're only here for a short time. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I'm like, this is – I actually told the truth of what happened. And then there was this hetero couple that heard the story, and they are like – they're like, "Oh, we're so sorry that happened to you. Do you want a hug?" And I'm like, "No, sure. no more hugs." <laughs> and the girl was smoking. Oh. And then they're like, "You know, we understand like how you'd feel overwhelmed by what they did cuz they should have told you the truth." They're like, "But if you want to stay here with us." Oh, hey, <laughs> all right.
0: Redistribution of resources. <laughs> they're like, "You're
1: more than welcome to yeah. stay with us. We could show you like there's also private rooms." And I'm like, "No, that's okay." You I'm had enough. Gay. I'm like, "Yeah." I'm I think I'm going to go home. And then the girl was like, oh, you know, I can go in the private room with you, my boyfriend can. Oh, my <laughs> God. like, we are swingers. Like, I'd love to play. And yeah. I think on the other day, I might have said yes, but mm-hmm. I was just very overwhelmed. And no left kidding. And I the club and I, I went home.
0: I think the biggest problem with that story is consent and you didn't consent to entering that space to begin with knowing no I didn't and it would be so different if yeah fair
1: to the girl that said it she contacted me the next day really apologetic and she realized she's like I just assumed that you knew because it was like my spot I always went to she was like "I, I she was like it was really wrong of me I'm really sorry do you want to meet another day like just me and you no guys and I was like Sure, and actually, to this day, we are friends. Oh shit!
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and then um, we ended up going one other time to another <gasps> oh, shit. sex club. Did you go to the
0: the Aqua one? No, no, no. no. I've never been to that
1: one. Okay. Um, I forgot what the name was. I'd have to ask her.
0: But you know what? I okay. And so she say... brought
1: me, and but this one, and she she went there all the time, and I we actually got I got a tour from the owners because she, in her words, she plays with the owners of the sex club. Mm-hmm. And um me and her went into a private room and we hooked up mm-hmm. and that was my only experience at a sex club. And it's just I don't think it's for me. Yeah. But, yeah. That's my
0: That's that's my
1: story. That's quite that a I you live. <laughs> and the thing
0: is is like at the same time what goes through my head as you share this is like, shouldn't that be in her fucking profile? It was not. <laughs> Because I can be very naive in my dating and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what people assume that I know or get up to. And I really don't know. And it just feels like a violation of boundaries, but also a kink-worthy experience that maybe if there was more consent going into it, maybe be more down. But because oh, you be were... Honest,
1: to be fair, I never would have been friends with her to this day if she would have told me right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what she did was wrong. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: Definitely i'm not supporting that mm-hmm. but in this particular instance i don't know if i ever would have met her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would have you know as today's standards i would have gone left <laughs> <laughs> just fair because enough. that's not what i'm looking for but yeah. maybe back, i don't know back then i was early younger. 20s yeah. yeah i'm not sure what i would have done
0: but also like to kind of but i would have made it clear
1: that i wouldn't want a guy
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's fair mm-hmm. and then also to kind of branch off with this um you know group sex that's a big thing I find that in our queer community, that is, oh, like that is mm. just, that's the standard protocol that I keep experiencing. Um, it's just, I didn't, ex- I didn't expect. that there be any
1: stories to share about
0: this, Michelle? Oh my God. Yes, but no. Um, <laughs> um, Where's that... the wine? <laughs> but that was like the fall and part of the winter. And it was just like these offers every Friday, Saturday night, and it just didn't make sense to me. And I didn't understand what About me being queer made me.
1: So are you talking about like group sex involving like you got offers between a guy and a girl? Yeah. Or between two women. No,
0: no, it was my yeah my hetero.
1: Okay, so you're talking about yeah. um,
0: And I just didn't understand like why they
1: wanted you to be the unicorn. Yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) unicorn hunting. Yeah, and like you know I'd rather a threesome between girls. Like I'm not yeah like mm, no, but I don't know why it's kind of taken over in such a strong way. Can you place it? Like, what are your thoughts about that?
1: Well, I, I'm not sure why it took over, but talking about kinks, I don't think this is really a kink of mine, but it's a bit of a fantasy I'll share.
0: Oh, hey, last weekend. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, a fantasy of mine,
1: I've, I've had threesomes, mm-hmm. but it was with, like, an ex, and, um, like, we brought a girl in. Yeah, we've
0: done that, yeah. Um,
1: but I've never had a threesome with um, – like me being the third, yes. and I've always wanted to experience that once. Like hook up with a couple, kind of. Oh my god, despise, I should have I should have given you
0: referrals. I should have given you referrals. <laughs> but I mean,
1: a couple specifically, to, like, oh, two like okay. two girls yeah. only yeah. specifically. Mm. Yeah, I've mm. never had. Um, I've never had, like, a desire to be with a guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I've always wanted to be the third with a couple, like a lesbian couple. It's just a bit of fantasy. of Mine, I don't think yeah. it's really a kink because I think if I did it once or twice. It'd be out of my system.
0: But also, like, if I quantify it, that's not really vanilla, so it would be a kink.
1: But, okay, so is a kink defined as something that you just want to do once, or is it something that you're into that you want to keep repeating? Why does I'm it have to be sure. repeated?
0: Okay. Because you can have a kinky experience.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that that's my one kink that I really want to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's on my bucket list. I thought
0: topping tops was one of your
1: <laughs> Oh, no, I just, I, I like giving, and I like, you know, <laughs> making someone feel really fulfilled. Yeah. And, Give pleasure yeah. and yeah I think it's just somehow hot it's mm-hmm. fucking top top <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially
0: if they don't usually laugh girls yeah it becomes one of those things for mm. sure um and then depending on how comfortable people are with that and then we kind of like talked about um different queer women that we've kind of encountered in the community um I'll
1: definitely t- let you take the lead on this because you have notes <laughs> yes I do have
0: notes I did a little bit of research because Going into this, I knew a few terms and that was that.
1: The one thing I will say, mm. it always boggles my mind. Um, there's so many different types of lesbians which mm. I'll let you take the lead and saying what like you know, what people are saying that they are. But mm. There's not, like, people always be like, oh, what kind of lesbian are you? What do you identify as? Like, butch, femme, whatever. I just like pussy. But they don't ask (laughs) straight people, what kind of straight are you? What kind of dick do you You like? Or what do you identify (laughs) as? What kind of straight do you identify as? Like, are you a bottom? Are you a top? Are you. you're not a soft straight are you Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's That's so true yeah and it's almost like divisiveness amongst the community slightly in terms of how it goes but i find that um you know yes we can kind of throw away those labels and stuff but at the same time energetically chemistry wise Mm. you know if there's two women that are very dominant you know Mm. it can yes but no (laughs) in my experience at least but Yeah, so when I was, like, looking things up and taking a peek, like, we know top, bottom, and switch. So top is basically someone who prefers to be Mm. on top in terms of being more dominant in that role, um, in that sense. And then someone who's a bottom is more into receiving. Pillow princess. (laughs) (laughs) But in terms of receiving. But pillow princesses, like, the terminology of that, I kind of look at it as non-reciprocal. Yeah, yeah, Um, pillow
1: princesses are the ones that just want to lay there like a starfish and receive, right? Yeah,
0: but, like, there can be power bottoms, um I've been, the the, I've been with that i've been with a power bottom it was like really okay, okay. So it was fucking hot between a power bottom and a pillow princess? okay so pillow princess no pillow princess is like they kind of just lay there and whatever and you can have your way with them or like whatever right and so a power bottom is like a girl or woman sorry um that is just like dominant but in control of the situation so you can be on top of her but she's dictating what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. You know how I like women telling me what to yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like one of those dynamics where, you know, I don't have to be um, emotionally dominant or energetically dominant. Mm-hmm. I'm just physically dominant. Okay. And then they're emotionally dominant. But they in don't that situation. really
1: like reciprocate. Oh no,
0: they do. But okay. oh, they have to. <laughs> or I wouldn't be a part of it. But in terms of like a power bottom. It's the the power dynamic everything that goes with it, mm-hmm. and the partners that I've been with, casually dating, whatever. It's we're always in pretty much an agreement of this needs to be reciprocated, or okay. I'm not going to be very satisfied or fulfilled. Or mm-hmm. so okay then, what with that. makes them a power bottom? I'm still confused. So a power bottom <laughs> is that that is their go to energy, that is their go to role. That's what they prefer. Like say I was to initiate something with someone, and then we go in the bedroom or wherever. You're on top at first, exactly. And just yeah, yeah, and they're like well they're on the bottom kind of dictating what's going on yeah Yeah, so they're 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 on their back first and more predominantly
1: and then they give back but it's only kind of like yeah
0: but they're not going to be like much of a top giving back it's it's yeah it's
1: what do you mean when they're giving back Do they suck like i don't know they they don't (laughs)
0: suck but like for example um there's a certain energy that someone who is perhaps a top is
1: not as into it they're not as into giving
0: um it's not that they're not as into giving. It's just that the, the energy of dominance when they're on top isn't the same. Mm. They're more like submissive when they're on top that way. They're more oh. dominant when they're on their back. And when they're oh, in that power bottom setting. Okay. Yeah. I'm
1: not sure I've ever been with the power bottom.
0: You're missing out. Mm. Uh, no, you probably won't. No. Would you like a woman t- telling you what to do?
1: I don't, I don't mind direction.
0: Not direction, but just like, it's like a bossy
1: give us an example <laughs> <laughs>
0: um it's yeah like they're controlling the pace of interactions like they're controlling what you can and cannot do in those moments and hmm. yeah it's it's not so much a go with the flow okay. it's more of a matter of like this is my need and this is what you're going to do and yeah so it's it's a bit of a trade-off that way. And I find like in business, like <laughs> I have to be so dominant. Mm-hmm. And so in my personal life, yes, I'm a soft butch. We've kind of quantified that of late, but it's nice when I don't have to be that energetic, emotional dominant person. I can be mm-hmm. very physically dominant, but I would rather a partner take that dominant role in that setting. Mm-hmm. If that's what that makes put sense. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we've gotten to the bottom of the switches. So, switch. I feel like that's kind of taking over. I feel like with women like being empowered and equality. That's like when you equality, love, enjoy
1: both yeah. um,
0: being mm-hmm. on top,
1: like both receiving. Not enjoying,
0: and, but that's. But you love yeah. like, you love
1: giving and yeah. receiving equally, mm-hmm. I believe.
0: But my thing is like if you have a leaning or an inclination to top someone first before switching, I feel it might be a top <laughs> leaning switch.
1: Yeah, like I think you that's know what, what mean? I, I am. Because yeah. I love giving, I love mm-hmm. receiving.
0: <laughs> I think we Who all doesn't, do. yeah. right?
1: Although you know, it's stone butches, yeah, they don't really like receiving. Yeah, mm. and
0: maybe a perfect match for a stone butch, we We're like pillow, pillow princess. princess, yeah, because yeah. then there's no reciprocation expectations or what have you, right? Mm-hmm. But I find it would be like a challenge, like not to reciprocate to my partner or like my It'd sexual I partner. I love, I love, yeah, like, I love both because I explain like how much like. Joy it brings me to be able to reciprocate. Mm-hmm. I think if someone wasn't open to my reciprocation, like it would be such a disconnect for me personally through that intimate experience. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So then we got into like a little bit of more of the details here. We have bossy bottoms. We have service tops. Service tops are like the, the stone bush. No, service tops are more, um well, it could be similar. I'm definitely out of the lingo. <laughs> I know, me too. Don't worry. <laughs> but the service top, the way that I kind of quantified it with my little googling here was someone who likes to be taught mm-hmm. um is more predominant in terms of giving, giving and in terms of receiving that's not a huge priority always i've been with some of them yeah
1: those are the ones i love topping <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's total role reversal right <laughs> but you know what that's such a depth of vulnerability of trust and of mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. being that's why open. I like it. yeah yeah Kind of crack people open that way. Um, and then we have, yeah, we, we talked about the stone butches and different things. And then I kind of nerded out and I went on to Auto Straddle. Mm-hmm. I checked out some stats. 2000. So wait, what's Auto Straddle? Oh, okay. So Auto Straddle is a blog. It's, if you guys have ever been on like After Ellen or the chart before it was like, oh, hey. Did you remember the chart?
1: <laughs> I was so like, there I was a website. Was, oh, is there really?
0: Yeah, there was a website. Okay. No, yes. I not know that okay. there was a real website. So this is what I from the L word, isn't it? Yeah. So, Basically, when I was. I always there.
1: thought it was weird that someone didn't actually implement that and try to do it. Oh, part. it totally was. Okay. So it was like oh my a. Gosh. Yeah, you oh. missed
0: out. So I believe it was called the chart, if I'm not mistaken. And it was similar to the L word in that sense, mm-hmm. in terms of the motivation of it. And it was the interconnectedness between women. And you'd go on, and it was blog topics about life and relationships oh, I totally and whatever. Missed out. And then they had people's profiles. What? <laughs> yeah. And so people would put their profiles, and you could reach out, interact. I think a lot of dating happened that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. a lot of hookups. I missed out. (laughs) Yeah. And so that was a really cool site. I enjoyed that. And then so back to kind of where we're talking about with Autostraddle. It's a blog for queer women pretty much. And they did a survey in 2018. And they surveyed basically the respondents. And it was 51.6% were identifying a switch. Mm -hmm. Equal. (laughs) You know, quality (laughs) is 51. Um, And bottom, it actually quantified for about 14.3%. I wonder what happened to this website. Australia is still there. Oh, it's still there. Oh, the chart. No, the chart, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, find, we'll find out. <laughs> Maybe and we then, should create it. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. And then so in terms of a top percentage, it was only 12%. Hmm, That's interesting. Yeah. So then when I looked at the other side of it, it said um, for women who identified as none of the above, so not as a switch bottom or top, or I'm not sure, actually quantified as 22.3%. That's
1: fair. There's a lot of terms to, you
0: know. Yeah, but in terms of people just not knowing mm-hmm. themselves enough yeah, yeah. to know what they prefer sexually that way that's a pretty large number compared to the top and the bottom numbers so i Mm. think maybe we're just kind of in this gray space of figuring things out maybe not labeling them so harshly um they did a pretty cool like survey as well about kink So back to our kinky topics. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing is if someone has a kink, mm. how do you tell a partner if you
1: feel a little bit embarrassed or like Mm, some people can have shame, right, about what their kink is if they think it's outside of the norm? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, outside of vanilla or anything outside of what you're really comfortable Mm -hmm. with, how would you tell a partner? Oh, for example, like let's say somebody likes to be rimmed or whatever. Mm -hmm. How would you tell a partner that when that's outside of the norm?
0: well like i think i think in terms of conversations consent is an extremely important part of it yeah i I
1: mean consent is that's always a given but i mean you still have to i'm trying to
0: i'm trying to soften Mm -hmm. the blow here (laughs) 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 but i think even in our like you know conversations as friends and things like that we've talked about you know how to connect with partners in certain ways and how to let them understand our bodies and what we prefer um i -hmm. think in terms of the way that i've gone about it and perhaps yourself too you can say yes or no and that's cool um, is that you kind of just guide them during it Instead of making it a thing mm-hmm. because I find that a lot of women will overthink and be like, okay, I'm to grab that booty. You know? <laughs> and it's like it's like, okay, let's sit down. I need to talk about something with you. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> instead of just being in the heat of the moment mm-hmm. and being in a state of trust and vulnerability and then just guiding your partner to what you prefer, mm-hmm. and then you know maybe there's a debriefing needed after, that's cool. But during it's just a matter of trying to guide someone and then also being in tune and listening to each other's body, right? so that you can truly be satisfied in the way that you need. Yeah. And I think that was the best advice I, to- I told you, right, in general about how to navigate um, what we do like, what we don't like um, with a partner, with yeah, casual partners. Mean, like, everything
1: I pretty much like, I, w- I wouldn't really have to discuss with a partner because it's all pretty vanilla. Mm-hmm. Except it's like, there's mm-hmm. no way for me to tell my mm-hmm. partner, even currently. <laughs> oh, so a fantasy of mine is to be with, the- to mm-hmm. ch- basically cheat on you oh, God. and hook up. It's not a fantasy. I would never want to cheat on someone. But if a fantasy of mine is to be with a couple, mm-hmm. then by definition, if you're monogamous with someone, you'd have to cheat on them to be with that couple. Okay. Right? So how would you say that? And you just it would be something you'd have to give up on and not do.
0: Not necessarily. I think that like have for, a one
1: night free pass? Well,
0: you can get a hall pass, that's one thing. But I don't know about that. But for me personally, I wouldn't give them a hall pass. Yeah. For me personally though, mm. the way I would navigate it, like the way that I just operate and I'm a little eccentric, so take this as a grain of salt, Mm -hmm. is that when I'd first meet someone, like we do talk about things in terms of our comforts, in terms of what we prefer and i think it takes a little bit of vulnerability to kind of reveal what your kinks are when i guess they can always
1: hear it live (laughs) They sure can
0: (laughs) and in terms of expressing that kind of earlier on so that you can be on the same page as each other and not kind of blindside each other with it yeah Um, because i think it's more complicated that way but in terms of something being physically done to you by your partner in terms of a kink Mm -hmm. that can be kind of in the moment too um there's things that need a little bit of planning mind you Mm -hmm. if it's you know bondage or bdsm or what have you Yeah yeah like being tied up i've been tied up and you know i mm, i am not one to be tied up i would rather tie someone up perhaps yeah me too yeah and have y- you ever mm, tied someone up
1: yeah you've you've been on both receiving no i've giving, only right? been tied up oh, okay you haven't tied
0: someone up. no i've been tied up and that was enough for me okay yeah yeah you discussed your experience yeah already left. and that was yeah and that was enough mm, for me because yeah. to give to give that like physical dominance to that, that takes a lot of trust. And then, you know, what happens after that point I've is definitely been on the
1: other side. I've never been tied up, but mm-hmm. recently like I have tied someone up.
0: Yeah. What was how what do you think?
1: Oh, I enjoyed it. There you go. I, <laughs> I wanted to repeat it and I did. There you go. <laughs> but I did make it clear that I'm tying you up but don't think that you're gonna be able to tie me up. So if you yeah. want this for you, great. Mm-hmm. But please don't think that just because you're letting me that Mm -hmm. you get the chance to time me out
0: it's also a boundary right Mm -hmm. because like in terms of like our boundaries of what we prefer what we don't prefer we can explore that um but i think that if you're exploring something outside of your physicality with one another yes conversations can happen um Yeah, that's where it gets complicated with women, I find, Mm -hmm. Um, because in the moment, if you're seeking group sex, if you're seeking threesomes, if you're seeking a sex club or different things and your partner is maybe not leaning towards that, it can definitely kind of throw a wrench into different dynamics for sure. But I think it's kind of worthy conversations to have kind of earlier on Mm -hmm. so that you truly can understand the person and also create a kind of a space for that expression too. Yeah. For non-judgment or shame or whatever.
1: But I think that's sometimes easier said than done. It can be, yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's about holding space for each other with non-judgment. Yeah, and that's
1: how, like, I'd hope that a partner would feel about me, that, Mm -hmm. you know, that they could tell me things. And, like, I'm very non-judgmental. Oh, my God, for sure. I consider myself very, like, easy to talk to.
0: Yeah, you're very open in that sense, for sure. But I think there's – it's not a linear path, but I think in terms of consent is key. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, in the heat of the moment, you can kind of guide someone with your body if you don't want to have that conversation, if you're too shameful.
1: I've definitely had people – like I said, I've never been tied up, but there was a few people that were obviously into bondage, and the way they mm-hmm. handled it was—I uh, mean, one girl was texting me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was after we hooked up once. Yeah. Being like, oh, like I, I can't even remember exactly mm-hmm. how she was texted, like what she said, but it was kind of like, oh, like so, like you know, how explorative are you? Mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, what do you mean? She was like, oh, you know, like with bondage. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, is that something you're into? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, the next time, like. When I was actually at her place, she had it set up. <laughs> oh man! I mean, she had she's ready for <laughs> you. No, it was just like I, on her bed. Like mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, this is obviously something you're pretty into. But then she mm-hmm. tried backpedaling, I'm like, no, just I happen to have it set up just on the in case. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah. but I'm not into. I'm like, I'm like, it's really cool if if you yeah. want me to tie you up, I'm down. Yeah. And then she and I'm like, but not the other way. And then she's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm not really into it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, that can definitely be a factor in terms of how it goes for sure
1: my partner now um yeah she uh she wanted me to I guess tie her up but um if I'm being honest the first time I did it I didn't even really know how to make the knot oh no <laughs> so she was like taking the rope and like tying herself up it was kind of amusing to watch oh but my god thought, the second time I got it
0: yeah. yeah that's fair enough I don't know I think that um yeah and then choking is a big thing too
1: definitely not into it either yeah. Giving or receiving I, I won't do it i just mm-hmm. yeah I've had someone asked me
0: yeah like i have i've had people ask me to choke them and oh, yeah. i've i've choked a little bit yeah but i, I don't I, want I, to be choked but also i feel like if i'm choking someone it feels like sexual trauma
1: it's something i'm not comfortable with yeah doing. yeah i had a girl no. ask me to choke her out mm-hmm. like actually out until she passes out yeah like right because it's supposed to like i guess in her words intensify the orgasm but mm-hmm. I, I just told her i'm I'm really not comfortable with it and i remember her saying she, i'm like dude like i'm like you're really into that and she was like yeah i just like i really am she's like but i don't do it that often because it, otherwise it'll kill too many brain cells or manslaughter and yeah, that's why I, like, I, and I'm just like, um, she's like, oh, just, just, she's like, I trust you. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what? I don't trust myself mm-hmm. to choke you out. Well, it's not one of those skill sets we have. <laughs> and I never did. I won't even put a little bit of pressure on someone's neck. It's just, it's just a boundary that for yeah. some reason really, like. Triggers. Yeah. Like, no, it just, like, kind of creeps me out. And like, it's mm-hmm. just, I'm not comfortable with doing it. That's fair. And I definitely wouldn't, I don't even like someone's, like, arm really around my neck, like, in that mm-hmm. way where it's putting mm-hmm. any kind of pressure, mm-hmm. so
0: to feel restricted that way yeah I don't know like for me it's just like for the amount of women friends partners that are like sexual trauma survivors and stuff Mm. I feel like those kind of things are very triggering in that way Mm. and it's just like I revere intimate experiences as like very sacred and very safe and Mm. you know so for me I'm not leaning towards the BDSM or the choking yeah no um I've never been into pain
1: (laughs) You know, some people,
0: some people want to like. Yeah, I give a little so if they need mm. a little. Yeah, I yeah, give. I can backpedal a, a little bit, bit of, but I'm not into receiving. Pain, it. I'm yeah. not into receiving pain on any yeah. level. Yeah, uh,
1: some people are into like nipple clamps mm. and like other things. And I'm like, oh no, I've had, <laughs> I can I've stay had in the drawer. <laughs> it's
0: yeah. There's been there's been a good amount of women that like to be spanked. Yeah, I'm not into and it. It's just mm-hmm. I, I don't mind, but it's not one of those things. I'm like, yeah spank me back. Like it's just like, oh Ooh, baby. <laughs> it's like no, my booty's too sensitive for that. <laughs> more vanilla than we think. <laughs> my, my butt is, yeah. yeah, but it's yeah, but it, there's no right or wrong. There's no shame. There's no anything that goes with it. And yeah. then kind of circling back, there's um, no right
1: or wrong answers. And I think that's something that oh, it's really the best part.
0: Yeah. It's just what
1: someone's into and what they're not. Oh my God, queer culture and, is everything because and there's and no labels. finding compatible. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then like kind of going back to what is queer sex between women? What so, is it? So we talked about me, how it's an orgasm but for our like... But
1: I mean, but let's say you don't have an orgasm I would still consider that sex. I would just be like it was bad sex i
0: think where i'm trying to go with this though is more in terms of the acts in terms of what do lesbians do versus what people see in the media in porn and the l word and all these different portrayals okay,
1: so how would you define like for me between two women like mm-hmm. like i said with a guy i would have mm-hmm. to say the penetrative mm-hmm. but for a woman like mm-hmm. i would consider sex if you had oral and fingers
0: mm-hmm. you had sex mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or i, think- I
1: guess some kind of combination of that or not? I was going to say, normally yeah.
0: there's there should be a... Touch like so oral should, sex? Yeah. Uh,
1: oral, I would consider sex. Mm-hmm. But then, here's a question. Let's say you didn't have oral sex, mm-hmm. but you guys were touching each other and, let's say, fingering each other. Mm-hmm. Did you have sex or did you just fool around?
0: Mm. I think if an orgasm was a part of it, then I would quantify it as sex.
1: Okay, so if you're touching, like, whatever, and you didn't have an orgasm. What if one of you had an orgasm and the other one did not?
0: Yeah, it's still okay. That's still sex? Yeah. Okay. But if it's just messing around while you're making out or something, no. What do you
1: mean by messing around? You have to be more descriptive. I
0: know. Um, like say someone you're making out and there's fingers and touching and what have you, mm. but the objective isn't for sex. It's more in terms of feeling I'm and like messing around. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like messing so, like, around that not, way. Like I don't you're consider that, that you're I...
1: not putting your fingers inside someone.
0: Yeah, or what I'm doing with my fingers is not for the prerogative of getting them off. It's a matter of feeling. It's a matter of touching it's a matter of closeness honestly mm-hmm. I've never had that that's okay
1: I've had <laughs> for the purpose of mm-hmm. ultimately okay yeah like at first you might tease a little bit and whatever mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. get the person turned on mm-hmm. and be like sensual and whatever but ultimately mm-hmm. but like <laughs> yeah but like
0: haven't you ever like walked up to like one of your partners and just like touch them yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and like gave him a nice kiss. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So that's what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah. So you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not sex. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's no, not no, sex. No, no. But, but if the prerogative, quick. yeah, but if the prerogative though, is to, maybe head towards an orgasm, or shared go towards yeah. a shared intimate experience like mutually that way. That yeah. So that's kind of I guess maybe a blurred line within it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's like intention. And that's kind of where I quantify it. But I find that with lesbians, you know, the whole thing is, like, do we scissor? Do we not scissor? Like, it's all these do different... You trip, do you do you I know. And it's, like, I feel like the porn community, at least, and maybe the cis men and, you know, the male perspective on what lesbians do, they think we fucking scissor. But, like... Mm-hmm. It's more tribbing than scissoring, yeah, exactly. and I think they've used the wrong word to describe what we do.
1: For someone that doesn't know the difference, do you want to
0: take the lead and? Say oh my god, I could do the hand actions and, right now, yeah, but that's yeah, not going to convey. Um and scissoring. Yeah, <laughs> Scissor, scissors, scissors. Um, so scissoring is where you're going to position your body in <laughs> such a way. Yeah, <laughs> like, like my we're both <laughs> doing yeah, the motions. <laughs> is hands. where you're going to angle yourself, where you're scissoring and, and meeting in the middle but you're not parallel to one another it's
1: actually a really like i don't I, it's complicated yeah <laughs> honestly i don't
0: i don't scissor oh my god i did i mean yeah but i tried often, no no you're not no i remember that. i was but like in university tripping. and yeah so but wait though so in university i was like a baby gay and i was like i'm going to scissor and i was uh, on like my dorm bed which was like a twin size bed and i was in a small <laughs> room. <restroom. laughs> and try to position our bodies so that we can scissor properly. We were, like, half hanging off the bed, half not. Yeah, yeah, our yeah. heads were, like, in different positions. Like, it was, like, I don't think this is what lesbians are supposed to do. No. <laughs> so, when I go... hysterical. Oh, my God, it was. And you can imagine, like, the way that I am. Like, I'm super awkward with things. So, it would have been yeah it was awkward but yeah so tripping though
1: not as bad as your bet story
0: uh, yeah all of it um so <laughs> future podcast <laughs> yeah big t- well you mean when I broke my ass yes oh my god yeah I broke my ass really bad for a while it was quite consequential um but back to tripping though first mm-hmm. before we talk about my ass <laughs> is tripping is where um two women Mm -hmm. are basically on top of each other yeah you're on top of each other um and basically where your genitalia will align and you'll position Mm -hmm. yourself as such so that your clitoris um can grind and rub up against each other yes and and there's a very passionate thrusting movement that mm -hmm. comes with it and mutual clitoral Mm -hmm. orgasms that are extremely powerful you can have a
1: bruised pelvis (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, the boniness yeah Mm -hmm. that can happen but it's more like I or find a razor the, burn oh my god I've yes done. oh yeah it's like sandpaper you gotta be careful but you don't
1: feel that until after, after oh pleasure. everything
0: is always after come on now just like, like my tongue it's like the next everything day everything's after like, hmm. oh i guess this was from last night i know right <laughs> but the thing is is like with tribbing. it's like um with the different partners that i've done it with i find that the way a woman is set has a lot of effect hmm. on the experience Do you know what I mean? In terms of someone being set high or low or whatever, in terms of how you really have to position yourself.
1: So I have a question. Have you ever or would you ever do that on like a one night stand or with a girl you're casually seeing? I do. You do? See, that's something I'll only do with someone I'm in a relationship with. Yeah. Yeah. Only because I'm like super paranoid about... (laughs) (laughs) stds <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and it has one of the
1: highest risks yeah because everything's all your fluids are directly mixing mm, so i like that yes it's kind of sexy but i won't the only thing i'll think of if i don't know for a fact mm-hmm. that someone's clean is mm-hmm. i might be getting something right now
0: mm-hmm. so for me that ruins it for you eh
1: yeah i'm like super paranoid yeah i've um i've done so much research i'm like
0: have you caught something doing that? Is that what makes no, you more? No no, 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 no,
1: I'm just, I've always been <laughs> super paranoid. I know. I'm just teasing you. you yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um... I think I've been tested enough and on enough antibiotics to know <laughs> that <laughs> it's good. <laughs> but I think everybody's preference is different. But I feel like tribbing is a big part of, for me as a queer woman, my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we talked about the variation, the diversity of what we do, um, I feel like if, if I'm only doing one thing, I feel like I've again shortchanged the experience because I feel like we get different types of pleasure depending mm-hmm. on what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And you know, in terms of a clitoral orgasm, right, versus a vaginal orgasm through like your G spot is much different in terms of experience. Of course, yeah, everything. Yeah, and the type of stimulation you get and the types of nerve endings I mean, that are stimulated.
1: Can, yeah, and it's like the different connection with someone will mm-hmm. have a huge impact on how the huge. same. Yeah, the same thing feels yeah
0: most certainly mm-hmm. but also like in terms of how they move with your body mm-hmm. and how everything yeah a part. every partner you'll feel so huge, different huge yeah. yeah and so like again you know some of us use a strap some of us don't some of us use sex toys some of us don't some of us like anal play, some of us don't you know it's just it really depends on what your comfort is, is definitely no right or wrong no it's just a matter of consent and it's a matter of your your casual partner or your long-term partner or whoever just being down mm-hmm Mhm. Because like when it comes down to it, you might identify as vanilla. That's okay.
1: Fairly, I, I mean like I'm I'm yeah I think I would identify as vanilla, but at the same time I'm fairly open.
0: Well, this is the thing, especially to yeah. giving. That's what I was about to say. To is that mm-hmm. like for me, I'm fairly on the vanilla end, mm-hmm. but in terms of facilitating my partner's kinks, that is what gives me most like the most joy. Mm-hmm. For someone to trust me with their vulnerability and be like, I need you to do this. Okay,
1: so going back to Reming, and I'm going back to that because we actually had a, listen- a listener uh, write in to us, and let me read this. So she says, hey, <laughs> so I, I really enjoy having my ass licked, and I don't know how to tell my new partner. Mm-hmm. That, that is something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. How do I go about this? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what what suggestions would you give to this listener? I don't know. Um, I think, like, just maybe, as Michelle said earlier, just guiding your partner gently during (laughs) you might just say lower
0: (laughs) yeah or just even like moving their hand positioning and like getting them into your area a little bit better or moving your body when they're in those places a little bit differently and then if they if they have the courage or the vulnerability to kind of just go with it Mm -hmm. to maybe give them a bit of affirmation while they're doing it so they know okay you're not gonna like freak the fuck out on me while I'm doing this (laughs) or like whatever but um yeah because there's definitely different amount of pleasure you can get from that if that's Mm -hmm. your jam and it's not about shame it's just about having a person that is down to get down with yeah. you in whatever way you desire and then we yeah. also had
1: a few listeners that wrote um I, I mean this i identify with a lot of people out mm-hmm. there but like strap-on and yeah toys.
0: yeah
1: i think that, that one's a fairly easy thing to bring up too oh my partner. god
0: but wait the worst part about it is the division of sex toys in a breakup like that is a tough custody like agreement
1: honestly i have no <laughs> experience really with <laughs> toys
0: <laughs> it's like, okay, do you get this line? one? Do you get that one? Which one has a warranty still? Which one is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah because there's just so... Many different things you can do. Mm-hmm. And I find, depending on the partners that I'm with, you know, it depends on what they prefer um, vaginally or clitorally or different things like that. And, you know, there's the Wii vibe that you can sync up with your Bluetooth, with your phone, with your music. You can have a bullet. You can have, you know, a, a rabbit style, you know, penetrative, you know. I actually have the Wii vibe. That's yeah, the there one, you go. The I, have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the I think the one. worst, I think the worst though with, with battery operated, it's not. You plug it in. Yeah, yeah, but you can plug it. In. Yeah, but hang on though. The worst is, is Ugh. that if something is not fully charged, and you're going to town and it dies. <laughs> you the have worst to then
1: get creative. Oh my god, no! The
0: worst is, is that you get the you get the charger, and then you got to get an extension cord. What? It. I've definitely never <laughs> have to do that. That is a queer struggle. Like, yeah, because Maybe you can just a partner, yeah. yeah, or by yourself too. Come on now. <laughs> it could be all of the above (laughs) but no because like i remember i was with someone and we would get multiple orgasms without Mm -hmm. and she really was just like well what more can you do Hmm." Mm -hmm. so we went to i believe it was like the love shop and we you know took a look around and it was her first sex toy like as in a partnership like that and Mm -hmm. i was like okay so what did you guys get um we got this thing that looked like i can't even describe it was it was handheld it was like small mm-hmm. but it looked like a vagina like with the labia and everything okay and it had like a tip to it and then the tip would vibrate oh, and yes. it fit in the contour of your vagina oh, on top yes. so then it had like really good clitoral simulation so i would use that while i'd be eating her out okay and so then it would just like maximize like her orgasms and I think we hit like seven or eight with it. Oh really? Yeah. And then we went on a little vacation. I was like, let's bring the sex toy. Let's see what this <laughs> can do here. Save Mama's arm a little bit on seven or eight, right? So yeah. So we got in the jacuzzi, and then we had some fun within j- like the jacuzzi with it, right? Mm-hmm. But then we broke it. <laughs> oh, how'd you guys break it? I think it was just from overuse. Okay. And then we just like found another love shop and was like, we broke it. Please, <laughs> <laughs> it's within the warranty. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we got a new one on the spot. Yeah. And then um, I've had partners that like prefer different dildos and different things that are not strapped on. Um, I've had different partners that prefer like double-ended ones where you don't need a harness and it's in you and then in them. Um, That's actually something I want to try. Yeah. Like there's different ones. There's like the fieldo. There's all these different kinds in terms of, I think the most important part, like with those types of experiences is... First, get your Kegel muscles in shape because you have to fucking, like, hold on to it if you're going to fuck someone with a double dildo. Come on. Mm -hmm. You you don't want to just, like, drop out of you, right? (laughs) Because it has, like, a little bit of a shoehorn to it. Have you seen them? Okay. So I'll describe it for anybody listening if they're curious. So basically, think of, like, a regular dildo. And then it's, like, this shoehorn little mini end of it. And it, like, curves upwards. And that's the part you'd insert into yourself. So it's much shorter but it sits within your vaginal canal. Sounds, yeah. And so if you have strong like pelvic, like your pelvic floor is strong, your Kegel muscles are strong or whatever, when it's in you, it's not gonna just like fall out of you. Oh. And also um, that versus wearing like a harness and it's separate from your body, um, you, you have a lot more control And you have a lot more um, joint mutual pleasure. Okay. Because if, I don't know, like, you know, walking into a room and you got like a harness on you, it's like you're going to go rock climbing. It's like, oh, hang on, honey. Let me like pull my like straps tighter. Oh my gosh. And you have this thing on you and it's like, yes, like you can have pleasure from giving your partner pleasure, but you're not necessarily going to feel the pleasure you're giving to your partner that way um you can put a little bullet in like a little pocket in mm-hmm. some of the harnesses but like yeah, yeah you're not gonna, it's not the no. same so that's why like with these ones that are the double kind of ended not like porn style double-ended dills like no, it's no, no. Yeah. it's it's a shared kind of experience that way mm-hmm. i find that you have more you have more depth control you have more sensation that's mutual um, and you feel more connected to each other while using it Mm-hmm. Versus like, let me get my harness on and like. There you go. Once yeah, you go, wanting someone to feel
1: connected to you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just have to. I have to. Oh, the paragraphs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the paragraphs. Okay. <sighs> She but means no. paragraphs of
1: text that she has got from lovers exploding on her for, like, not Being wanting angry. to be in a relationship. Yeah. I Michelle's mean, I was like, why did I get this? And I think today <laughs> we answered why.
0: <laughs> or, like, the crying calls. And, yeah, yeah it's just, it's, I don't want to hurt people. Remember my birthday? <laughs> oh, my God. That was, like, a trifecta of doom. Yeah i didn't know it was... <laughs> yeah, i was like good two attention. different girls at the
1: club one of them ended up crying it's okay
0: <laughs> and then one and then another one called me on the phone and was like where are you and crying on like, the phone yeah it <laughs> got awkward but it's not a matter of objectifying anybody it's just a matter of like um just be on the same page with people i think it's really important <laughs> yeah.
1: Michelle, I can't take your being on the same page. I know. <laughs> I think you just have to, yeah, just be more clear in the beginning. I'm pretty. But you are clear. I, but am then I clear. think girls kind of forget that. They have, I like, think selective they, memory.
0: people can get kind of mm-hmm. locked into that. And then it can trigger people mm-hmm. because to get that sexual energy, it's important to have a catalyst of connection. Yeah. And that's what we kind of go for here but i think that we've kind of like addressed like a lot of different kinks sex toys bdsm group sex which is a plethora of offers on tinder in your peer groups and oh my gosh it's just like i'm not trying to manifest this but it's always around me and i'm just always like perplexed in terms of how this is going on Mm -hmm. and it's like i don't think i exude an air of i'm into orgies like you've you've known me for a good amount like do you take that energy off me no So that's why it's so weird when it (laughs) all the time. (laughs) And here I am,
1: like being like, "Oh, I really, Like, I wanted that for so long." I think Mm -hmm. I swiped on like every
0: every couple, (laughs) lesbian couple. (laughs) (laughs) But a lot of times they're not hot, though.
1: (laughs) Well, no, okay. I only swiped on there was only a few to be fair, and then I ended up talking to one, and I was Mm -hmm. supposed to meet them, Mm -hmm. and um, it just didn't
0: didn't happen. Yeah, and I don't know. Like for me, it's just like. The tricky part about it is there's someone that's always going to be fucking pissed off or in their feelings or taking things that's the wrong I way.
1: That's why I would never want a girl to be with me and my partner.
0: Yeah. But wait though, what about as like a single person with other single people?
1: That's not my fantasy.
0: <laughs> but in terms of okay, all right, cuz I feel like that's the cleanest way to go about it. Yes. Emotionally. But, Emotionally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think it would just be more fun with a couple. Mm they already know each other and then
0: i don't know like when i've been in a couple and, and have had like threesomes and stuff
1: yeah aren't you the one in the middle
0: yeah right
1: that's, that's exactly <laughs> because i'm, they I'm they the person to agreeing it. to it and they're like yeah, yes yeah, exactly. that, that's i'm the gatekeeper that's the, that's the whole point that's what but, i want to but the
0: yes. but the group sex though i think is better so no because i've never had it you've never had you've never had group sex no oh, okay
1: the closest to that i've ever had was a th- i had a few threesomes yeah but that was with my partner mm-hmm. and another girl
0: Okay, so, so with group sex, the way that I look at it.
1: Okay. Not my partner now. I mean, like, this was years past, ago. Was, yeah, like, past, Like an ex girlfriend with.
0: Twice removed or whatever. Like, yeah. No, like 10. Like... <laughs> no, we're but, going back more than a decade. Oh my God, of course. Like, yeah, yeah we're in our 30s now, so we go back. <laughs> early, early 30s. Okay. Was early. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. But in terms of group sex, though, the reason why I have a theory of it being better is that when you're in a situation, even if it's just like couple swapping or if it's just like four people or whatever. Say you start off and you're like, this is the person, like this is why I'm doing this. Like mm. this is my fantasy, and like I really want to fuck this person, and you're all in the same place and whatever. And then you're like, Oh, mm, that wasn't quite what I expected. You get a substitute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can
1: see that. You're like moving on. To the yeah. You don't have chemistry, but you yeah.
0: Or like, mm, I don't like what your tongue does, or mmm. Mm. I don't like your perfume, or we don't have chemistry. Yeah, or chemistry, or yeah, whatever. I think we chalk up everything to every- chemistry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So with group, with a group situation, everybody can have like a group, a good experience. But you get to rotate. It's like musical chairs, mm-hmm. but in the best possible way.
1: End up whoever yeah, the music, the music stops. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, oh shit! I <laughs> move over
0: quickly when the King Princess track stops. <laughs> everybody <laughs> switches.
1: That would actually be kind of fun to have like a
0: time thing where you have to switch. Yeah, why the <laughs> fuck not? All right, I'm gonna get together with some friends and and start curating this. <laughs> we'll put on our like queerest music uh, and then we'll be like, like speed dating, but for... <laughs> speed orgies yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but in terms of, yeah, I just feel like it's less messy that way. Mm. Yeah, interesting. I've never mm.
1: actually, I guess I've never really fantasized about group sex. So I've no, I've never, mm-hmm. I've never done it.
0: Yeah, I don't know just one of those things mm-hmm. I think maybe because I'm a bit of a hippie mm-hmm. and I'm more like free love go and... to a moon party <laughs> What's a moon party You've never been. I don't know um, what that is.
1: It's like um, like a full moon party, like some. Oh, I go. Yeah, those are
0: things I go to. Isn't there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so are you referencing what I go to? Okay. So <laughs> I it's like a moon. Is it pie? Is it a butt? What is it? <laughs> yeah, we we strip naked. Yeah, Exactly. I was like, no, that's Michelle, you've told me about these <laughs> parties you go to. No, I had an ex- access into them. Or, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, like it's it's a rebirth. It's a, it's a good experience. It's like lots of free love <laughs> and yeah maybe where you can make that group
1: sex happen
0: (laughs) I don't know (laughs) like opportunity
1: everyone's naked
0: there was a few yeah I had some fun but not I wouldn't want to share with everybody there okay different demographic why
1: can't you like take a few people and go off somewhere we were
0: in a room in like a farm
1: hmm Mm-hmm. that'd be a little bit difficult yeah once you go outside in the summer it was really cold
0: oh no my nipples could carve icebergs at that point
1: yeah you, you need mm-hmm. the summertime though. yeah okay so in a few months from now
0: yeah i'll go back to my full moon parties and i'll <laughs> oh, be like
1: i just like full moon parties in july maybe next moon i heard it was like moon party you know it's yeah
0: we didn't need any of that mm. yeah it was more the energy of the moon
1: <laughs> okay, okay i just thought it was part of the whole experience
0: no that's that's a different kind of yeah, that's that's my hippie parties that are more in the West End. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah. so I was so wrong. Oh, well, you were yeah. you were mixing the two yeah, of them yeah. together and stirring in a little cauldron there. Oh my God!
0: Yeah. Yes, fuck yeah! Get me to the far. water. Yeah, of course. A cabin, rent like. A place. Mm, yeah, or go and visit someone. Oh, like, Michelle's yeah. wheels are
1: turning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, so moon parties. I was like, oh, you're gonna educate me on something here. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I just gave you a new idea. to incorporate two in one.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that will that will enrich things. Make a things. weekend of it. Yeah, bunch yeah. Oh my god! Of course, mm-hmm. make a short list
1: yeah it's like the you know the four or five people you want the group sex with you'll be like I think our energies just really mix well together everyone's at a cabin but, would you like to come but
0: you know that's how I, I speak though
1: yeah that's why you get away with it and they'd be like sure that sounds like a wonderful idea we'll
0: see that's a little bit ambitious but yeah we'll see I guess anything's possible right yeah well maybe you'll the winter. You know how it goes
1: after maybe at the
0: timeshare next month or something mm. there you go <laughs>
1: I, mean, I thought we we're using the time share to, to go skiing. Yeah, oh, I've, I've been
0: uh, <laughs> demoted. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! Damn my own idea. no, I know. No, no, no. Okay,
1: let, let's rethink this. What mm-hmm. you need is a nice cabin in the summer, because you have to mm-hmm. picture like being able to look at the stars, as you know.
0: But we do. Not in Just, the winter, you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, you can lie in the snow on your jacket and stuff, You're too. You're not going to
1: want to fuck outdoors in the winter.
0: Oh, that would be too cold. You, exactly my point. Yeah. So you need this in the, in the like, summertime,
1: which means that we still need to do the ski trip mm, in the winter.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. I knew I can make you see it my way. You always do. But also for our listeners, the, the journeying... Yeah. Yeah, because Grand Van's so beautiful, like the sand dunes It'd and everything. some of our
1: listeners are going to, like, apply. Oh, that's
0: all right. <laughs> I will not complain. <laughs> but no, because, like, think about it. Like, when you're at the or lake. What should I
1: put in their application?
0: Please link your Instagram.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's important. And there you have it. Yes. <laughs>
0: Episode three. So there you have it. So today's, you know, we've kind of talked about queer sex, intimacy, kinks, definitions. uh, We're just trying to create space to have a conversation about kind of taboo topics Mm -hmm. that a lot of times aren't discussed that I think as women, we need to have more fucking conversations about fucking so that we can all kind of share mutually in terms of what we are experiencing in life, what we don't like, empowering each other, supporting each other, educating each other just so that we can be at our like divine feminine like peaks. I'm talking
1: about things that make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Next week, I will be sharing with you guys one of
0: michelle <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: story mm-hmm. Um, you guys definitely want to stay tuned we're going to be mm-hmm. calling it please don't fuck me up the ass yeah and there you have it oh my god <laughs>
0: all right signing out for call, call your, your daughter, daughter.